Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, so. Hmm. I don't know. Feels kind of weird right now. Feels like, you know, uh, just coasting through things and that, you know, whereas things are coming together and falling into place right, it's just like, you know, uh, where, where, where do we go from here, you know? Usually I'm like, I'm kind of like that Viking that's on a ship that's just floating and not going anywhere right now, you know, just aimlessly on the journey someplace. Wherever I land at port will be the spot. That's what it feels like today. Matter of fact, the whole week felt like that, just coasting. Well, not really. Last few days were pretty good. I mean, after all, we did do jams 41, you know, and yeah, that was slamming, and not to mention everything's good with me and the lady and all that kind of stuff, you know, like, hmm, I wonder what it is, uh, I guess I just did everything and I need to chill out for a little bit. Maybe that's it. You know, get in the habit of doing nothing. I've earned it. I mean, heck, I could just go ahead and just not do anything right now. Fat chance, it's Wednesday. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on... J360 Radio! Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? Welcome to the J-Man Show for episode 240. Ha <laughs> ha, yes! Oh, I'm feeling it, man, because you know why? In about 10 episodes, it'll be 250. And not only that, 50 more, it'll be 300. Just what was promised, the road to 300. Oh, yeah, right here, the sixth season. Ah, oh, make it happen, make it happen. I can feel it. And you know something? As I go through the enthusiasm of all this, I like to say that jams turned out really good. I'd like to say that that mini bite actually leveled the play field a little bit. So, you know, things are still moving in strides around here. I'm very humbled about it, too. I like the growth and all. And for those that have found this series on whatever outlet you go through or whatever subscription that you've done, hi, I'm J-Man. Nice to meet you. And all that jazz. But, you know, I'm sitting here right now, and I'm just like, this is actually pretty cool. You know? And even the Super Bowl wasn't too bad either. You know? It wasn't. It really wasn't. Because I was happy because there was no Tom Brady. There was no, no offense to Andy Reid, but there was no Patrick Mahomes. There was no thank God on this. There was no Green Bay Packers. No Aaron Rodgers. The the Go Pack Go is no Pack No. And I totally called that stuff in a video long beforehand. I knew they weren't going anywhere. I was like, yes, yes. No offense to my friends that are Packers fans. Look, I'm telling you, okay? Sometimes y'all were just as bad as the Patriot fans. And then not only that, you were as war. My, my God, it's a horse race with y'all. You guys were on the same level as Dallas fans this past season. Let's just be honest. You know? Think about it. Don't get mad. Don't don't let your vices take over. Don't let your emotions take center stage and try to get at me now. Come on, think about it. Yeah, y'all were pretty much identical brothers at that point. And not only that, you got to be in the same um, same league. Oh, man. 
well, you know, it's easy for me to say, right? I mean, you guys can do. feel free to do a bunch of Eagles cracks at me if you want to. It's not going to defer anything, even as I go west. Nope. I will always be an Eagles fan till the day I leave the earth. <laughs> you understand? So, yes. I am looking forward to, uh, well, we all know that the real Super Bowl is Super Bowl 52 anyway, you know. <laughs> Can't deny it. Not only that, we took down the Tom Brady train for that. It'll never end. It's history. It's too real. It's too real. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the Super Bowl, though, um, now let's just be honest here. I know a lot of y'all are still upset that the Rams won. I mean, quite a lot of money was lost, but quite a lot of money was gained. So if you did win anything out of the Super Bowl, hey, shout outs to you. I mean, and the Rams are no longer, you know, one in. They're two in now. So history was made. Matt Stafford got his ring. You know, there's things to be happy about i mean my mom doesn't like sean mcveigh she was mad about stuff during that whole super bowl party i went to and i was like yeah i celebrated with the fam you know and <laughs> oh my god I, I i said this to her i was like hey i don't know if you noticed this but nobody in this family has anything to lose or gain with the rams winning because there's no cincinnati Bengals fans in my family period there was somebody that was trying to perpetrate being a Browns, but I think he was just borrowing something or he lost a bet or something like that. But it's been a while since that family party. But I will say this, though. Like, um, yeah, we got a lot of Eagles fans up in here, though. So you can tell what kind of year we had. But you see, the thing is, it's like, mmm. That game was important because, like, you know, you got to see, like, this next generation that's going to be taking center stage after, like, Rodgers, Brady, and all that kind of stuff. It's looking good. Like, the last few football games have been really good. And leading to this whole thing, it was it started to run out of gas, like, around, like, yeah, the fourth quarter, last couple of minutes of the fourth quarter. And you're looking to see, like, if the Bengals could actually try to hold out to get to the, you know, kicking distance so that they could go ahead and overtime this. If they would have did that, I'd be like, woo! Probably would have been a stellar ending, but, you know, somebody had to win, right? And you can see, like, the O-line for the Bengals was running very thin, too. But, see, the thing is, Cincinnati has nothing to be ashamed of. They were the number two in this event. You understand what I'm saying? See, a lot of people think about the number one in the winner, but you never think about the contending team and the number two, right? You know, you got to think about those opposing teams sometimes because that was the team that could have won, you know what I mean? There could have been a whole lot of people celebrating that Natty went this far and who they and all that, you know? Could have been that. And I will say this. I will be on record saying this. I will give a little shout-out to my friend um, Brandon for that. You know what I mean? Because he called that his team could go far, and they did. I can't knock the boy for it. I usually tell him, shut up, Brandon, but you know. <laughs> this time I gotta admit I'm, I'm proud that the little dude held to his principles and stuff like that reminded me of myself when I was his age you know so yeah little beast you have your name back you're good <laughs> he never lost it but like I, I'm telling but I also gotta say this though that the Bengals are gonna be if not already prime contenders that's a team to look out for next you think about it they're gonna be really hungry they got a good quarterback in Burrow. If they can go ahead and get like all of their stuff figured out, you know, they're going to be something to watch, just like the Chiefs are something to watch. You know? So I would say stay tuned on that one. I'll give respect where respect is due, and I even gave a shout-out to them on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Hey, I will go far to do that. It'll never happen with you damn Dallas fans, but I will go far to do that. You know? 
And then as, like, you know, um, this, a lot of stuff came from the halftime show, though. Like, I mean, that was pretty awesome, too. I You know, usually I don't really give a damn about the halftime show, but that one I actually kind of, you know, I was interested in because I like Dr. Dre, I like Snoop Dogg, I like Mary J. I like, um, you know, of course Eminem was going to show up. I mean, come on, man. How could he not show up to that? And then you even had 50 Cent up in there, along with Kendrick. Like, everything was just perfect in that it was beautiful. But I do know that, you know, once again, there isn't anything without a parody to it because everybody was making memes about, like, uh, 50 Cent making his appearance. You know what I mean? It's your birthday. Man, the guy made a lot of money off of that. I don't know why y'all knocking him. Oh, wait, I get it. Because of his, um, you know, his freshman 15 look. Apparently, like, you know, the man get a little bit of, you know, chub on him, and now all of a sudden he's, like, fat, fat. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. L- leave him alone. You know what I mean? Because for a while there, like when he was trying, when he went from Fifty Cent to being Curtis Jackson, the actor, you know, he didn't even have his muscular definition like he did. He had like he was nothing but forehead, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he he was really really skinny at that time. And then you see the thing is, I wouldn't be talking at this point because I know quite a lot of us out here have freshman fifteen going on. Do you understand? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of us are going back to the gym and all that kind of stuff. We're actually doing calisthenics and running around, you know, finding a way to get that, you know, get back in uh, proper shit. That's for me. I'm getting in top physical condition as we speak. But, Lee, here's the thing. You know, it's like people were making fun of him. I get it. Because, like, when he was upside down like that, I didn't know who the hell that was. I was like, yo, is that Aerie Spears or what? <laughs> you know, because... Well, a long time ago, Aerie Spears used to be in shape, too. But then something happened along the way. Ever since he left Mad TV, man, man became um, pretty much a fat Albert in person, you know? If he was foul and just really didn't give a damn about life anymore. But then again, he probably got in shape by now. Uh, I, I'm afraid to look it up. But as I go about that kind of stuff, though, I look at that. I'm like, hey, that was 50 Cent being 50 Cent. I'll, I'll take that. You know what I mean? And it was a pretty stellar performance. Not to mention, like, all the times where Dre's in the studio and then all of a sudden, like, he appears on the set. That was pretty damn good. Cannot knock it. And, you know, during February of all months, you know, and stuff, like, whether you believe in Black History Month or whether you believe in Black History all around, I believe in the second one. But for that right there, that was stellar. Understand what I'm saying? That's history. So I I really liked that whole thing. And not to mention, that was rap. You understand what I'm saying? That was rap. Like, that, that that was rap right there, for real, for real. It wasn't, like, whatever the hell this, this modern rap was, you know? It, it was really, like, things from the 90s coming into the early 2000s, and it was just crisp. That's what I like seeing and hearing. You understand? I remember being a little boy hearing all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Brought me back. But, you know, as per usual, it's like, one of, once again, we can't have nice things without people criticizing and going off the rails about it. It's the same thing like when um, that Super Bowl in Miami happened and, you know, it was J-Lo and Shakira and they were up there shaking what God gave them and it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But there are some real, real rigid folks that didn't like it. And it's like, how the hell are you even watching this, by the way? You know, what do you care? We're all having a good time and we're partying. You should just go ahead and stop play hating and enjoy the whole damn thing, you know? It's kind of like morons that are in my jams chat room from time to time. Oh my god, Megan McDuffie's not on the playlist. And I'm not taking this as a shot at Megan McDuffie because she's great and she's a talent. But I am taking a shot at her fans. Like, when it comes to people who do that name dropping and all that dumb stuff, it's like, you know, you're really just holding yourself out there for me to just knock you down. 
At the end of the day, I don't mind embarrassing you behind. For real. Because, like, you know, if they wanted to be on this show, they would have made the request to be on the show. Or you would have talked to them about it. Stuff like that. There are ways to do these things, people. Just do it respectfully and tactfully so that one way or another, you don't get embarrassed. Because you're going to embarrass yourself before you embarrass me. That's just the way the order of operation works. You know what I mean? It's all from left to right. <laughs> but I see that a lot, man. And the thing is, you can mock these people, but like I said, they made money doing what they did. And the fact that they all look good for their age and they all just coming out and just putting on one killer performance, man. See, at the end of it all, that's what it should be about. It should be. And they look like they love what they were doing. You know what I mean? Not just going through the motions and rhythm like some people on Twitter, as far as I know. Like some of us, I guess we just process through life. You know what I mean? We just do our do. Do a little, get a little tip in the jar and just walk away, right? You know, see, that's the whole, that's the whole process about this whole thing, man. Like for me, myself, like as I was talking about in the cold open not too long ago, you know, I ain't really feeling that way. Like, I'm excited to see what the next level is going to be. I'm excited to make all this stuff happen. You see, the thing about it is, a lot of y'all, because of instant gratification and all, you want stuff too fast. You want stuff to really pop off right now. And in some cases, by freaking nature or on a whim, it does happen to some, but it's very, very few then some. You get what I'm saying? And as I, that should make sense. But what I'm trying to say is, is like a lot of us, though, we have to work and we have to stay you know, consistent and tedious with it. And we have to keep working on the process because that's what it is. It is a process, whether it's fast or slow it really depends on the person and stuff and like what the reach is going to be and then you stay in control of your emotions as you do it because if not you know you start breaking things then you start fixing things and then you start looking at things where it doesn't really line up or you're trying to say oh hey i can get more subscribers if i work with this or i can get more of this and all that stuff you know when you start shelling out money like that you better start thinking of your rois your return on investment and interest is here. You got to start thinking about those things. I say that all the time as I look at this stuff and as people keep sending me stuff in the mailbag, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of y'all get wild stuff in the mailbag, you know, like the Nigerian prince who needs money so that he can go back to his homeland and take it back from the ones that disposed him. You know what I'm saying? Like pretty much a rip off of any, uh, any Lion King or Black Panther type movie. All that kind of stuff. I'm sure you guys get all that spam crap or, no, you must send to us so that we can help you. And it's like, no, I cannot because you're full of S. Get out of my sight, you asshole. Things like that. I, I, I say that all the time, man. I always look at it. I'm like, guess what? See, the thing that is, if it's more of a win for you, I'm not in on it. But if it's a win for, like, J360 Productions as a whole and you, there might be a shot. But it's got to be about, like, everybody wants something for nothing, and not only that, not only that, don't, don't you want to have, like, those major subscribers and all that stuff? Don't you want to have, like, major names out there finally paying attention to you? Well, here's the thing. Work on the process. Go through the motion here. Stay focused on you, though, because here's the thing. Show business, and I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I probably have knowing me, show business is pretty damn hollow. There are people out there that you think love you. There are people out there that you think likes your work but you see the thing is if you go ahead and be a springboard they will happily jump on you and they will happily go ahead and try to leave you ragged until they break you down and go find another springboard to jump on because that's what they do people are nasty like this it is very very hollow here 
Sometimes the victory can be hollow. Sometimes you get a little bit of um, you get a little bit of growth here, but at the same time, you get no respect. Or at the same time, you keep going for your credit and all that kind of stuff. And there are people out there that you know give a good word in their blessing by and by. But then at the end of the day, you'll see the higher ups try to say, "Yeah, that was okay, but this is what I want you to do. This this is the next part here. Yeah, this is what it's going to be about. Oh, you got to do it, man. We have a contract, guys. Stuff. And this is how you guys get roped into a lot of those things. A lot of labels will bleed you dry." pulling this kind of crap me on the other hand i just look at it because i'm like you know things are more direct approach nowadays how about you do your own stuff for a little bit and you know really know where your stuff works and how it comes from because i remember this one artist that tried to give me the run around with his label and i said this so i said screw you dude screw your music screw these damn people right here i don't need to be a part of it i do not want to work with you and as soon as i tell you that man i know you're gonna be hurt on the inside Mm-hmm. I'm sure like some people's world shatter when I tell them I'm not working with you. You're done. Or I say the nicest uh, the nicest form of fu I ever say is um, thank you for your time. That is the first thing that you need to be thinking about when I say that. And if it's gotten to that point, that's all there is to it. Because like at the end of the day, there's no point in working with you. And now I'm not saying that everybody's a charlatan, but I'm saying that there's quite a lot of people out there. There's quite a lot of people out there that really want to try to take advantage of your drive and all that kind of stuff to the point where you get disenfranchised, to the point where you get tired of things. Kind of like uh, John DiMaggio from um, <laughs> Futurama right now. He doesn't want to do Bender anymore, and he pretty much told us why, but a lot of people out here, mouth-breathing to the point and not paying attention to things, are all like, oh, oh, he just doesn't want to do Bender anymore. Oh, it's all about the money. Oh, it's all about this. No, he's talking about the way the industry is. Like where they give and take and take and take, where you give and give and give, you're giving more than than need be, and they take them from you to the point where it's soulless, and you know they still owe a you know still owe a big significant amount of money. Not to mention they need to treat their workers better. It's little things like that. But also, I sit there and I think about it. And I'm like, why the hell is Futurama coming back? What does it need a reboot for? You understand what I'm saying? Like, get this, right? A lot of people are hoping that that series would last as long as The Simpsons does. Somehow The Simpsons stay fresh. I guess they have a pretty damn good writing team. Or they have, like, people that jump in when old people move out. But there's quite a lot of people that are of age in that franchise that are like, "Eh, we're just riding, coasting through, because maybe they're just processing through life, too, because there's a moment where things can get pretty stale. You know, like a, a franchise that keeps going on, even when the creator has died or long since left the project and all that kind of stuff, it makes you wonder how it does stay fresh and if they are sticking to the original moral of things. Now, the Boondocks was kind of like that, too, because, like, what was it? Boondocks season, it wasn't season three, was it? It was one of those seasons where Aaron McGruder wasn't there, McGruder wasn't there anymore. I keep calling him McGruder, but it's McGruder. I got to show some respect, man. That's the East Coast brother. But the thing is, is that, like, he wasn't involved with the fourth season. And that fourth season was terrible. And they tried to bring it back, but, you know, granddad's no longer with us. So there's little things like that. But, you know, I also think this, too, when it comes to voice acting and stuff. Like, you know the voice and all. So I understand, like, respect to the voice actor. But I also think this. Once again, you know, isn't that a job that I think Michael Collier could actually do granddad's voice? I really do. But... You know, nobody wants to follow through on that. They don't realize a job's a job, and they don't realize that somebody could give a blessing to it because he's just as much as a comedian comedian as John Witherspoon was. You understand? Like, 
these are things that people need to realize. There's somebody else who could do the role just as good, if not better. There's always somebody else like that. But you see, the problem is, I understand the industry has taken that principle and ruined that to the tits, too. They, they've messed a lot of people up with that. Oh, yeah, I can do that voice. You don't need to be a part of it no more. You're replaceable. Things like that, you know? But at the same time, they haven't stopped practicing that rule either. So, like, when they go ahead and they look at you and they give you a little toss, be like, let's respect the fans by not recasting this role. You know what I mean? Let's make it think that we're actually giving a damn about this instead of worrying about the business side of things. Yeah, let's do that. We went them over. We got them in pocket at that point. And at the same time, we can keep doing everything else we want to do. I wish I was kidding about that. A lot of that stuff goes on, too. I mean, some of the things that we look at for entertainment and all the stuff that we you know, take for granted when we consume it in form of any sort of media outlet from time to time, you don't realize the process that's behind there that can be really draining and tiresome. There's moments where I did the cyclone where it was draining and tiresome because I had one host who was drunk off his ass and really, really got on my nerves until I really told him about himself. And I really was trying to be professional. I was trying to do things by the book at that time. But I realized, you know what? There's always that moment in my, there's always that moment with me where it's like this. Okay, we done did it the white people way. We're going to do it my way now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, we we done did it the Walmart way. We ain't doing it that way no more. And you see, the thing is, when I started doing things my way, I started getting my results and I started getting things done in a better way. And as a producer, you know, it helps me out. You understand what I'm saying? And, um... Not only that, there was another host on the show. He's no longer with us, and thank God for that, because I was about to beat the living piss out of that fool, literally. And the thing is, he was over there acting like things had to revolve around him and that he was bigger than what he was. You know what I mean? You know how it's like some people in a band thinks it's all about them, but it's really not? Yeah, and I took care of that. Managed to cut that cancer out. Because, if anything, it, it didn't help the show much. You see? And for a while there, I started to feel, feel drained, and I started to get that whole process and through life. At that point, I'm not thinking. I have like a buffer wheel on my chest that keeps going, you know, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, and, and just going through the process. It's not, it's not even about like thinking like what could be good for the J360 Legion, what could be actually good for anybody as a whole, and trying to please everybody. That was that one time when I wasn't me. <laughs> and, you know, fortunately, that only lasted like a day because it's not going to last any time longer than that. One day, I don't think so, because that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to people, please. I mean, I'm here to inform and entertain and bring in a new way of um, entertainment for you guys, in addition to hoping that you learn something, where at the same time, a lot of people go back to the old ways of things. A lot of people sit there and wish that certain shows last forever, but I'm like this, if it lasts forever, is it enjoyable? You understand what I'm saying? Is it going to be as great as the first time you watched it? Think about it now. Probably not, because, you know, and this is this has negative connotations to it, but we're going to use it for this whole thing right here. There's nothing like your first hit. For real, like your first take on anything, there's nothing like it. You get all that enjoyment out of it. But after a while, it starts to run dry, doesn't it? It starts to get to that point where, you know, this isn't even a good vibe right now. This is not what I need right now. Little things like that. That happens. And you see, like, when it comes to certain circumstances, you know, 
Like, when it comes down to, like, people wanting to talk to me and try to debate me about anything dealing with politics and stuff like that, I mean, I can go toe-to-toe with you, but I do know this. You already made your mind up about stuff, and what you're going to try to do is lump me into some loaded conversations and try to get something to the point where you can play gotcha, gotcha media with me, like um, what Mo Collins did off of Parks and Recs. You know, things like that. That's what you're trying to do. People try to do this stuff because they want to make memes out of everything. They want to say, oh, we got him in a corner. Yeah, yeah, we did it. We did it. You didn't do anything. You didn't win anything. You're just trying to trap people. And you see, the thing about it is with me, I met a lot of charlatans making it to this point with J360 Productions as a whole. Remember that one person that was supposed to help me out with independent filmmaking and all? And he kept canceling the meetings. He kept, like, running away because one thing or another... I'm more legit than he is. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'd hold him the task and he'd run the F away. That was the point. You know, if I paid money for any of his stupid courses and stuff like that, he would have took the bag and left. He wouldn't have ran through and followed up on those courses like anything. That's the sad part of it. I can make a course myself and just totally just give you nothing but BS left and right. What would be the point of that, right? I'd make money. You'd learn nothing. Think about it. And it's a lot of that nonsense around here. Oh, and then the beautiful part about it is, is people with their clout. Like, you know, all that stuff about clout, all that smuggery, all that stuff right there. You understand what I mean? All that smog smug coming in, trying to choke me up, like, so I can be impressed by you. No, I don't get impressed by anything like that. Like, even when I won awards myself, I was like, all right, time to go for the next one. All right, time to go for the next victory. Where we go from here? You know, like... Where am I climbing next? Stuff like that. Because, like, while it's good to hear a nice word, and while it's good to have a little award, I will go and I'll put it on my wall, and then I'll just leave. Because the thing is, I have more stuff to do. I'm very driven about that, you know? And then at the end of the day, it usually shocks and surprises me when I win something anyway, because I'm trying to leave other impacts than to worry about my clout. Whereas other people show up and like, yeah, man, I got all this right here. I got this money. I'm making it rain. I got the finest woman here with me and all that stuff. Yo, Jay, what do you have? I have a very fine woman and a good job and nice livelihood and doing great things for myself. But I don't need to tell everybody on Facebook about it. You know, little things like that. <laughs> it's like this, like. And, you know, people will get upset when you start doing that. And see, then it's not even about the measure of success. It's about, like, you start getting bent out of shape because I'm not impressed by that. And I can say that I countered it, you know. But at the same time, you'll start f- looking for something to counter me with, won't you? You'll start saying, well, I got more I got more followers on Twitch than you do. Okay, yeah, but I uh, stream every week on Spreaker. Well, I, I got, you know, um... Uh, uh, I got I got this right here. I got lots of people giving me money with tip jars. And that's cool. I get paid uh, hefty doses and ads. So, you know, it's little things like that. You, you know what I mean? It's not even about like, you know, I like that you're doing great things for yourself. I like that you're processing and growing as a person. I like the fact that you have opportunities. I have opportunities. And you know that there's room for everybody to have a damn opportunity as long as they're willing to follow through on it. You know what I mean? And if somebody plays this role, and it could be a sibling, because I had, my, I had um, my sister play this role a couple of times. But you know, the thing about it is, I always stomped her down in the end anyway. Like, for real. Because I'm like this, I'm like, look, things are starting to go Jay's way for a while. You ain't feeling too good about it, right? Because my stuff's piling up. You're threatened by my success. And yes, ladies, there are moments where you could be threatened by a, by a man's success. Trust me, I know. 
And it's, and it's funny because, you know, a lot of people always showcase, like, the man being threatened by a woman's success. But it can happen vice versa. Believe me, if it happens one way, it happens always. And the thing about it is, is like, you know, like, say, like, if me and mines were having a competition like that, you know? The thing about it is, we should both be happy because we're winning on our side of the spot. And if we had a disagreement, tomorrow is going to be a day where we are back in sync again because we're a power couple. And that's how it should work. You understand what I'm saying? It's not even about that. It's supposed to be about on the same team. You know? Understand what teamwork is. And don't just process through life. Just have a good time. Enjoy the ride. You understand what I'm saying? But if for those of you out there who have a lot of friends that come up out of wo- your quote friends, I should say, come out of the woodwork and they always try to chime in on something. They try to always aim for somebody or make sure that the, the other person's grass is always greener and brings it up to your attention. Try to go ahead and slam you down with stuff that's not even in your vicinity. You might need to rethink about your friends. Because you see, the thing is, while it's good that they bring some of that stuff to your attention, if they so fawn and over that kind of stuff then they're not for you on this level. You understand what I'm saying? They're sitting right there, they're fawning over that kind of stuff and soaked into the soaked into the myth of things that the realism is not showing, whereas you probably look over at it and you can see like all the things aren't really different from where your backyard is. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, I had a few associates in, oh, well, we care about jams. We're, we're groupy about jams. And they try to go ahead and be like, you know, you can actually select songs over there on such and such as a show. You could do that on this show, too, if you come to Spreaker. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I'm always like, hey, I don't care where you subscribe and listen to the shows from. But, you know, you get a lot more features when you subscribe here at Spreaker. You know, Spreaker.com slash user slash J360 Radio. You get all the shows in a nifty playlist, and you can actually select any of the chapters within the shows if you really wanted to. You understand what I'm saying? That's why, like, and then not only that, you get the shows live if you're fortunate enough to be here. That's the point. So, like, I always say, hey, you know, go to the source. You might get more benefits than that. But you see a lot of people got to go ahead on their narrative instead of being educated on how things work. That's a problem, too. It it really is. Like, the whole thing with uh, Coachella and um, Stagecoach now, they're trying to put shows back on, which I'm not mad about. Even though, like, I'm not going to some of them because, you know, (laughs) I, I don't even care about Firefly when it's around here, so why would I go to those? But then again, if I have, like, a videographer gig, well, it's a little different at that point. But... You see, the thing is, they're going to start doing events again, but they don't want any sort of, uh, you know, they're not going to check for negative COVID. There ain't no need to look at no vaccines. Well, you know, you can fake a vaccine slip, but they're not going to do any of the precautions while they open all this stuff up. And I'm like, do you not know how many people are going to go to your events and stuff? And they say, like, the numbers are going down low. But, hey, watch them get high as soon as all this stuff comes together. And not only that, but you see... That crisis is a problem in itself, yes. Yes, but you see, the thing is, it's not over with that. Just because they're saying we got rid of our mask mandates does not mean that this is over. Matter of fact, it'll never be over. It's a virus, and it's a part of our lives. The best we can do is evolve, and hopefully, like, it doesn't take us and affect us like anything. But you know how COVID works. I don't have to explain that to you now. But I will tell you this, though. If that's not going to affect, well, guess what? We still have another crisis on top of that, and it's called the opioid crisis. Yes, yes, yes. If COVID didn't kill you, these drugs sure will. And you know damn well they're not out there listening to the music all the time. These people are shooting themselves up with so much crap now. 
Boy, old fentanyl's gonna have a fun time with your insides and everything. Yeah. And you know I'm right on this one. And then once again, the opioid crisis is a mess that's been around a lot longer than COVID has and needs to be cleaned up or at least handled. But then again, you guys were thinking that Joe Biden was going to allow like, you know, crack pipes and all that stuff. It's really not just, it's really not crack pipes. What it is, it's called harms reduction. And I'll make an episode on it just to enlighten you because misinformation is dangerous. Stupidity is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Anytime somebody come out there, they see some, see the headline, didn't read the article, and then all of a sudden they just go, BS, 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 BS. It's like somebody pooping in your mouth. For real. And I, and I apologize for the imagery, but it is that gross. That's misinformation for you. And you see what I'm saying? But yeah, like as we go through life and all that stuff, you know, as J360 Productions as a whole is a labor of love. I mean, there's movies, there's there's going to be TV shows, all, you know, of course, web radio shows and all that. You know, as we get to that whole thing, like, is it really worth it in the end? Hell yeah, it's worth it in the end. I would say F yeah if it was Hangouts. And be, and speaking of which, I just brought Hangouts back. And I got to do like a little adjustment with that because the anniversary date of Hangouts is actually the 19th. And that's on a Saturday this week. So I'm going to move Hangouts to Saturday. And then, you know, Friday is a nice little open space. We'll see what's going to happen on that. Might get another J-Man show episode, depending on the circumstances. But as I sit there and I think about it, though, I'm like, yeah, this is totally worth it. The whole thing, the, the relationship I'm in, that's totally worth it. All that stuff is worth it. You know what I mean? And I'm putting in all the efforts, and I'm going to win the whole year and, and years beyond and stuff like that. Because guess what? It's a lot better than what I currently have. And you know something? Some of us, we hold ourselves back from success because we could all be great. We could all be icons. We could all be on that level like Dr. Dre and everybody else. I mean, if you really believe in yourself and you want to do those things, you could be on that legendary status and don't even know it. But, you know, if you hold yourself back with apathy and you just process through life and you just let everybody else bog you down because every because everybody else has this whole thing where they're a collective in the negative, boy. But it comes like this. If you can just pull yourself up, you got your right tribe. Everybody's got that whole thing. Now, the thing is, you can't save everybody and you can't bring everybody with you. But it, it goes like this, though. You knew what you wanted and you knew where you were going to go at with it. And sometimes you just coast and you let it take care of itself, which is where I'm at right now. You know, everything's taking care of itself. And, you know, I don't have to do anything right now. But when it gets to that point where I have to do something, I will answer the call and I'll make it happen. You know, and speaking of calls, by the way, you know, any of y'all can leave something on like uh, the hotline. You can leave a voicemail if you want to. You could go ahead and you could call in when I do one of those um, Q&A kind of shows or whatnot. I would have it active now, but I really wanted to go ahead and do this episode for you guys. Because, you know, like I said, you know, it gets like that sometimes. Things get stale. It seems like, you know, things are not going places, but they are. You know what I mean? It's just results are coming in, and they're looking good. I mean, like, you know, the the numbers for Jams 40 and 41 are just, like, thick. <laughs> and even the J-Man show stuff is still stellar, you know? Like, I managed to get some achievements unlocked here on Spreaker for it. Yeah, believe it or not, I can actually do that here. So, Yeah. And it's only a matter of time for the power play hits. I can see my silver button coming in nice and nice and clear already. Well, remember what I said about awards? That's probably why I didn't get a silver button yet, because I'm thinking about that award. 
<laughs> it's little things like that. Sometimes, you know, if you just focus on the craft and you focus on working on the stuff, you ain't got to worry about it too much. Oh, speaking of which, um, did you guys, any of y'all watch wrestling and stuff? Maybe I could start talking about wrestling a little bit on here, I suppose. Uh, well, the biggest thing is pretty much Cody Rhodes uh, quitting AEW to go back to, allegedly go back to WWE. I'm just like this. I don't care about the man anyway, so why in the hell am I taking the time to report this to you guys? Because I had to eat up that few minutes on this show. All right? That's why. <laughs> but you know something now. It's it's all good, guys. I mean, like, if anything else, don't just process your life. Live it a little bit. Go ahead and do some adventures. Go ahead and work on some of that stuff that you wanted to. If you want to write a novel, write a damn novel. You want to do poems, write a poem. You want to tell that girl that you like, that you love her dearly, and you want to be the best thing you can be. I mean, that might be a bit much, but here's the thing. Go ahead and do it. I mean, it is what it is. Just have some fun. Be bold enough to take advantage and just go and do these things. And take advantage in the right way because, like I said, using your time wisely. Not any of the other advantages and stuff out there. And and we can all do it. This is the perfect time anyway. Especially as I sit here and I uh, work on the stuff for the power play tomorrow because you're going to get something a little different than what you're used to. So, I will let that sink into your mind while I continue to float out here and, uh, you know, get through my processing. Oh, and another thing is, trust your process. Don't hate on it. Just trust it. Because sometimes things break apart because it needs to go. You know? It ain't helping you grow, so it's got to go. Simple as that. Other than that, though, guys, um, oh, yeah, let, let me go ahead and drop a hint about Jams 42 right quick. Uh, because um, the artwork is a little late right now, I do want to say this, though. Jams 42 is happening, let's see, what is it? It's Hangouts Week this week. So, yes, yes, next week it is Jams 42. And here's the thing, it's a remix show. So, any of you out there that make remixes, you know where to email at. J360Productions at Outlook.com. Send you two remixes. And we will go from there, and that will be friggin' awesome. And I think you might see a little bit more information as we go. And will the submission form come back? <laughs> we shall see. But until then, though, this is J-Man signing off. You guys take care for me, and, you know, trust your process. Laters!